Hey, guys. Welcome to the Nick and Buck Show. Hey. hey, everybody. Welcome to the Nick and Buck Show. We are glad that you came back to join us, and thanks for joining us last week. Let's get the party started. How was y'all week? And feel free to comment and also call in. We got to get that number to them. That's right. The number is 443643. Heavy like it usually is. So I want to give a big up to Baltimore for that. The ceasefire, even putting it out there, I think it was a wonderful thing. Um, and today's, I think we're going to talk about adulting, right? Like yes. not adulting, but actually, like what did we say? Being an adult. The act of being an adult. The act of being an adult. And I think a lot of that has to do with how we were raised. Um, in my opinion. Um, when we become adults, you know, a lot of us, they say, I've, I've heard people say this before, a lot of us was raised on survival and not love, right? Mm-hmm. So it is a different person. Some of us was raised by our parents. Some of us raised by our grandparents. Some raised by both. I believe it does affect the type of adult that we we are and we become. Correct? Absolutely. Yeah. So, but what do you have to say about how you were raised? Um... First, let me give y'all this number. It's 443-642-9403. Um, when, when it comes down to how I was raised, um, I guess I can say I was I was somewhat raised. Um, I think it was okay. When I look back on some things, I realized that, you know, we didn't, where I thought we had it so bad, we didn't have it so bad. And whereas I, when when I used to see everybody so super fresh mm-hmm. coming up, and I wasn't mm-hmm. as fresh as they were, yeah. And it was like, damn, how they how they so fresh? But you know, <laughs> the whole time they was living in low income housing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? The little projects around that way, the mall or whatever right. the case may yeah. be. Not directly nothing negative. Oh, nobody, but not. I'm just saying There's some hard working parents around yeah. me at the time as well. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. So as it was like um, you know, my 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 mom and my grandmother, they did they did the best that they could. You know what I'm saying? They pretty much shared the responsibility of raising me and my brother. So, you know, we we were fed every day. Uh and Went to school every day, had baths. I think we took baths every day. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, other than that, you know what I'm saying? We were raised fairly, fairly good. We didn't have a father figure around, which was, you know, that was a norm. necessary. Yeah, that, yeah, was, that a norm. was a norm in our neighborhood. Yeah, and there was no, no positive male figures around me, per se. You see what I'm saying? Like, none. Like, the only figures I had was... Guys on Lola Southway, Pimico Road, all that stuff. You know oh, what I'm saying? Okay, so it was the other role model. Yeah, the other role model. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't have any men in my family that like extended themselves to me or my brother. So I got all my skills later on in life, like 20s, 30s, and still in my 40s. Gotcha. So for me as a woman, um, growing up in the Park Heights area, um, from the top to the bottom, 
uh, I was in the house with females, my great-grandmother, my aunt, my mother. Um, I did have men in my family that were doing great things, but they had their own family. So a lot of times that's your uncles, you know, they might have owned businesses. So I might have stayed over their house for the weekend or something like that. You know what I mean? But um, I did have a stepdad in the house. Um, he was great until, you know, he wasn't. But that's that's life. You know, people are um, as they are day to day. And you can't fault them for it because that's just who, who they are. But really in the neighborhood, I think about the positive role models that we did have in the neighborhood. might have been like a, one of our friends' fathers or grandfathers that lived up the street, especially for his male role models. I'm living on Park Heights Terrace. Um, uh, my friend Poppy and Damon, their grandfather, Mr. Valentine, he was a, like the grandfather to everybody um, in the neighborhood. He was always willing to help us. Marvin and Damon. Marvin and Damon. Yeah, Marvin and Damon. Their grandfather. That was their grandfather. And I'm um, like, he, every time they, they would have like these New Year's Eve parties and they would hire the kids in the neighborhood. Of course, I was always one of them. And we got to come up and make like 10 to $20 just serving drinks to you. Well, no, I was not serving drinks, serving like waters, juices <laughs> to, the, to the people at the parties. And um, afterwards, you know, we get our little pay and we would just be happy about it because. He took time out to do something nice for us to put money in our pocket. You know, Mr. Forrest on um, Park Heights Terrace used to give the movie parties. Okay. We used to go over there and watch movies. So it's like we definitely had role models in the neighborhood. Just because they weren't in your house, they might have been somewhere else across the street or around the corner. But um, growing up, I really believe that how you're, how you're raised, it really has a lot to do with who you are. I think about those people and Mr. Foss doing movie parties in his house made me want to do that when I got older. So when my daughter became, you know, like 10 and 11, all her friends came to our house to watch movies. So it's like kind of taking somebody else's family tradition or traditions that they use and like paying it forward. I believe now that kids in our neighborhood, they need more people like that. Mm -hmm. You know, now more than ever, <clears throat> they might not have it in the house. So they really may need somebody else to kind of come in and step in and, you know, and do it. I know that um, people think it's inappropriate, you know, for older men to be around, you know, younger people sometimes, like especially women. But here's the thing. You do your backgrounds on people. <laughs> you can check these people out. Sometimes these people can be the best thing that ever happened to your children. Honestly, it, it, it really can. So, yeah. I mean, so getting down to the act of being an adult, mm -hmm. what does that mean? to you, the act of being an adult? The act of being an adult, and number one, it comes with great responsibility. We talked about last week, we talked about accountability and <clears throat> everything about adulting. But the act of being an adult, to me, it has a lot to do with how you set your priorities, how you set your goals short-term and long-term, and how you actually go about trying to attain these goals. You know, um, sometimes people say, oh, that's you're trying to do too much. It's just that's just too big. That's too much. No, it's never too big never or too much. Never. If it's something that you can think of, something that you can see, something that you can visualize, it's definitely something that you can make happen. And I don't please look, get away from those naysayers. Absolutely. Change your circle. Sometimes yeah. you got to turn square so you don't even fit in that circle anymore. Yeah. And that's okay too. But you definitely had to change what you, you know, what you're used to doing in life and, and how you do it. Um, don't be afraid to do something different. That's, that's all I'm saying. So to me, being an adult comes with diff difficult decisions. Because sometimes decisions that we want to, that we make, it may not be something that, that helps us, but at the same time, it's something that actually needs to happen. You know, so it's like, I think that's the, the ugly side of being an adult. Doing things that you really don't want to, you really don't want to do, but you know you need to do them. 
and really like facing things and obstacles head on instead of putting it off and putting it off because you, what happens when something rolls down a hill like a snowball it starts off small and then as it keeps rolling it gets bigger mm-hmm. when you try to put things off keep putting it off all it is is when it gets to you is when we so big it's gonna knock you over like a boulder so i mean that's that's just a part of it to me mm-hmm. so what about you Oh man, uh, the act of being an adult is like a is like a ongoing process. It's like you always learn, and you always got to be a person that's teachable. You know what I'm saying? And don't think that you got everything, that you know everything, that you can't learn from even younger people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Younger adults. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Younger mothers, younger fathers. Because I see, is a young man that I see on Instagram that's actually in the neighborhoods bringing older people together to do these cleanups, just to have these rallies for the men, you know, being responsible for our communities mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So it's like, you know, when I look at this young man, it's like, wow, at that age, my mom set was nowhere near that. I was part of the problem. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like, you know, um, I, I learned from him. It's like learning from him to me is like manning up. Mm-hmm. A lot of, you know, a lot of us, us uh, guys, you know, we tend to uh, get caught up on what others may think, what the other guys that's going to think that that's part of our circle or old circle or whatever. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day is about, you know, uh, again, accountability and you, you can't walk that walk. I mean, you can't talk that talk if you're not walking that walk. That's so true. it's like, you know, being an adult to me means... You know, being responsible um, and being responsible is an ongoing process. That's like, that's one of the hardest things to do. It's like you always trying to be be the bigger person or do the right thing and, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. So, you know, that's, that's, that's an ongoing process and just always learning as far as your friendships, relate, intimate relationships, your uh, relationships with your family, friends, business, business, mm-hmm. you know, communicating with others, trying to be mindful of people's feelings, and is 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 a lot. It's an ongoing process, and like I said, it's like something that to me is is very important. I I try to stay mindful as much as possible, and you know, when those moments come, when I get tested, and I catch myself. You know, like you said, you sometimes you don't you don't want to do the right thing, but mm-hmm. you got to do it. You know what I'm saying? I, mm-hmm. Those are the moments I love for real. So let me ask you a question because something you just said. <laughs> you said that being an adult to you means being responsible, and sometimes it's difficult. So here's the thing: as an adult, right? Why do you think it's so hard to be responsible? I mean, because the thing is, I think about it for me at times too. You know, is it is it just one of those things where sometimes we just don't want to be responsible for some things? our actions or certain things in life. Because like you said, the procrastination kicks in. Mm-hmm. Procrastination is a big thing. It's a big problem for most of us. You know what I'm saying? It is. You put off today with you, I mean, tomorrow what you can do today. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, as far as timing goes, you can, you know, you're supposed to be somewhere at four o'clock, mm-hmm. but you just leaving at 345. Right. You see what I'm saying? That's right. not responsible. If it's a 15 minute ride, you got yourself 15 minutes, something oh. liable to happen. Oh my so goodness. it's like, you know, responsibility is like, is it has so many different levels to being responsible, you know, to pay somebody what you owe them. You see what I'm saying? 
to speak up to somebody when they're in a room. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. You always got to try to be mindful of how your perception is, how you're giving it to them. I used to always hear, it's your delivery. It, yeah, it's your delivery. Unfortunately for me, mm -hmm. my delivery to, like, I feel like my delivery is fine because what, I know what my intent is, right? My intent is always good. However, I get it a lot about my delivery, so I know it's a problem. And you know, when I can, when it when it kicks in my head to think about it before I deliver it, I try to adjust it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But um, you know, that's part of being an adult, trying to address that. Yeah, and delivery. I'm just a, I've said that to people a few times. Right, 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 right. right delivery right. is right. everything. Delivery I mean, is key. I, I deliver how I come up from, and I feel how I, how, I mean, I might not receive it that way, but how I feel at that time is coming up. So that's from yeah. an unsolicited guest, and that's what he said. That's exactly how he is. He delivers it. So you know what I think happens a lot of times for us? I think we 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 got it in here, right? In here, we know what we want to say, and we don't filter it, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But as an adult, we feel like, what I got to filter it for? I'm an adult. That's too much. Let me just say... What need to be said, but de depending on who you're who you're dealing with, you know when you can just say you, you, you can come out and say certain things to certain people like, man, I don't like it. We ain't doing it. That's it. And that person, you know them, so it's like, all right, well, we just won't do it. But you can say that same but, thing to somebody else, and they like, wait, wait a minute, why are you saying like that? Even with that, you gotta all, even though you may know them, mm -hmm. right, and you think that they know you, you think you gotta that. you gotta adjust to their <laughs> moves. Okay. Because people being moved sometimes. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So you got to try to fill them out. And when they're giving you that energy, like, it's like, not the day. Mm -hmm. You just got to take it like, okay, the day ain't the day. Today ain't the day. Let's keep, the it, day ain't the day. Let's keep it moving. Okay. Yeah. All right. Like we, like it happened earlier before we went on air. Yeah, 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 rude. Yeah, this yeah. is a rude one right here. But the thing is, this cuz yeah, so yeah, right, right. And this, yeah, but I did. <laughs> I, I held it. <laughs> so yeah, it's a, whatever. But at the same time, um, you know, uh, I think that honestly, learning how to communicate with people that we care about, even in business, like he was saying, business, friendship, relationships. However, I think learning different communication styles is never bad at any age. You know what I mean? Because when you can communicate with people properly and effectively, it, you can get a lot of things done and you can cut out a lot of misunderstandings. Some people take things literal. That's me. I take things literal. If you say it's raining outside, I'm expecting to go outside and get wet. That's it. Right? But if you say something like, uh, it looked like it's, I don't know, I can't really tell, but I see some water dropping, but I'm not sure. All right, that's cool. I, I can take that too because you're not sure. But if you say it's raining, I'm betting on the fact that you're saying it's raining. I'm going to go outside and see water raining. falling. Exactly. But everybody is not like that. Right. You know, so I don't know. It's it's Everybody's different. But, you know, it's a part of being an adult and growing up to, to communicate. The communication is, that's a, that's a hard thing. I mean, that's a hard thing in itself because a lot of us are not big communicators with like big abundance of people. Mm -hmm. You know, we might have a small circle. Right. We have some, the best communicators I think are the ones that deal with masses of people, right. a lot of people all of the time. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. When most of us, we don't deal with a lot of people all of the time. So our, communi our communication skills be just like, you know, normal. Right. Then you have, you know, some that have you have to like study that kind of stuff because you got to know how to deal with people and with dealing with people it's like uh 
that communication kicks in. Because it's like sometimes I may think that my small child should know better than to do something. Mm-hmm. And then I got to remember, she's just a child. She's just a child. Even though she may be uh, advanced on certain things. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, she on, on that. But it's like, I get it. Sometimes I get it confused. Like, damn, at the end of the day, she's just a child. She she's going to get dirty. Right. So then she put on some new clothes. She's going to drink something that's going to spill on it. And I'm just having, I'm like, you just put that on. Right. So it's like, you got to be able to communicate right. with different types of people all of the time. And in different, yeah, and in different situations. Yeah. You, you're talking about children. So it's like, I have a girlfriend named Sinead. She has a daughter, Queen. Hey, shout out to Queen. That's that's my sweetie. That's everybody's daughter. And she is, this little girl is so advanced. She just, you can talk to her about things and she can really have a conversation with you because of, you know, her mom, her and her mom are really close. So it's like, she's around her mother a lot. So it's like, if you might talk to Queen about one thing, you might talk to another child about something. The other child was oblivious, but Queen might can tell you, yeah, um, I watch Paw Patrol on Tuesdays and Wednesdays and come on such and such time. She's detailed. You know okay. what I mean? Because she's in an environment where she, you know, she has she she can be a child, but she still has to be a little bit more advanced. She's okay. more detailed in things. Um, mm-hmm. um, when you're in different relationships, when you're in different relationships, far as business and um business and friendship, you have to communicate with your business partner different than your friend. You know, you you should because your friend is your friend. You know, friendship and business to me it really don't mix. But if you're talking to a business partner, they should understand what you're talking about. You know what I mean? It, it should be a, it's a different communication style. I should say that. So, so you say the, uh, the business and friendship thing don't mix. I don't think business and friendship mix. In no in no shape, fashion, and form, business and friendship do not mix no it is well you know it's it sometimes it doesn't but you know what when you when you, when you bring in contracts because see a lot of friends don't think that you would do that you know and you got people signing paperwork you have to do it i mean if you're going to do business with a friend do that because the thing is you want both people to be customers yeah. as the person that they're coming to do business with and the person that you're doing business with. You know, both both parties, you want them to be covered. So, hey, nothing's wrong with a business agreement. Hey, sign this. I'm signing this for both of us. So, at the end of the day, we both get what we said that we were going to get in the beginning. So, yeah, but you know, that's a whole nother show. Yeah. <laughs> business and friendship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, so we want to talk about what we piggyback off of what we talked about last week. We talked about the cleanup around Park Heights. And we talked about a young lady who has been so adamant about getting things cleaned up in the neighborhood, Dana Gwen. She's an awesome person and um, a spiritual advisor as well. Um, We picked the date for August 21st on a Saturday. It's going to be from 10 to 1. And we're going to start with Righteous Town Road and Cold Spring. We're going to be behind the McDonald's. Where people are notor- on the parking lot, where people are notorious for dumping back there. So we're gonna get it together. We're gonna meet up at like between nine thirty and ten, and we're gonna have trash bags and pick pick up things to pick up gloves. the trash gloves and, and all of that. Um, so if you have anything that you want to bring supplies for us, you know, actually call inbox Dana Gwen, Dana Gwen on Facebook, D A N A. Gwen G W Y N N, I believe that's mm-hmm. how you spell it. Um, yeah, Dana Gwen, and we're gonna start that on August twenty first, Saturday, ten to one. Um, it's a shame that the community has to be, 
you know, the way that it is because Park Heights used to be a great community. It was it was beautiful. So we're not going to get into all of that. But yeah, Dana Gwen should be on the show with us next Monday for a few minutes just to talk about some other things that's going on. And maybe if you want to get into buying some of those properties up there, she's going to have some information for us about that as well. So Sunday, Saturday, August 21st, 10 to 1 um, in the parking lot in the back of uh, McDonald's, basically. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's right, Dana. Get it, get it, get it together. That's we right. don't need trucks. Trucks. Anybody to have a pickup truck? I have a pickup truck. Mm-hmm. Anybody to have a pickup truck? If you can bring gloves, those you know heavy duty gloves, they like a dollar, two dollars in the store. Mm-hmm. I have a bunch of gloves uh, that we can use. I'll bring those mm-hmm. trash bags. Any donations, waters. Yeah. Um, just anybody come on out support, and the more the merrier. And no matter how many show up, we still gonna get something done regardless. That's right. That's you know right. We are. So we definitely gonna get it get it going. Thanks, Dana, again for uh getting that together and scheduling a date for that. Yeah. Let's act like let's act like it's a big park heights party. Yeah, how about and, and that? Come out. How about let's act that? like it's a big park heights party. You ain't gotta buy tickets. One five. It's, it's free of charge. Oh yeah. And we'll free. have free drink. Oh what? <laughs> Water. Water's in Jesus. Okay. <laughs> And then, you know, maybe we'll have somebody out there DJing. Who knows? We'll bring a big box. Who knows? But we're going to make it fun, and we're going to all do this together. It's right. our community. If people can take time to do things that kind of discredit and tear it down, we surely can take some time to do something to clean it up and build it back up. Okay. It's still good. a great community. It is. Still a great community, and we're looking for, like, those abandoned houses and things like that. They had it on the news the other day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the news gave us some coverage and they was talking about how the grass, the owner's not caring for the property. It's been abandoned for like close to five to 10 years. Mm. And, you know, they gave us some news exposure. They came and cleaned everything up, cut the grass and all that stuff. Okay. But yeah, we're going, um, we need to look into, like I said the other day, linking up together, putting our minds and a couple of dollars together mm-hmm. and obtaining these properties Survive. and making make something happen, building the city back up. Yeah, if we can chill in front of them, we should be able to buy them. Yeah, <laughs> somebody said when, tell them the date again. Okay, so the date is August 21st, that's on a Saturday at 10 a.m. to 1. 10 to 1, and three if, hours. Yeah, and if you need more information, if you want to talk about what's actually needed other than what we said, inbox Dana Gwen on Facebook. D-A-N-A Gwen, G-W-Y-N-N. And if you have any suggestions for other parts of the, that same community that we can dig in and, you know, try to clean it up, let Dana know. Mm-hmm. We could take a look at it, assess it, because we might need some help from the city. That's right. You know what I'm saying? If it's a, if it's a major job, we need to link up with them and get something going, talk to them and get some news coverage out there. That's right. And start making this thing, you know, just become a, a, a regular thing. That's right. And getting some people in the community to help us and, you know, just use this platform to build it up. So, again, Dana, thank you. That's right. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. So, Can I say something real quick? Absolutely. Yeah, and I wanted to say thank you for everybody that, uh, Gave up prayers for my cousin. You know what I'm saying? He's not, he's still not doing good. We hope that things get better soon and fast because it's, uh, it was a, he took a major, you know, uh, a major head injury. So we're, we're praying and hoping that um, things turn around fast because it's still looking grim at the point, at this point. So thanks for everybody that, you know, show some love. 
Yeah, God has the last say so. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, God has the last say so. So let's get into money and adulting. Hmm. <laughs> That's a money can be a touchy subject for people, can it? I don't know why. You okay? Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, yeah, so money, you know about money, why? You know about money is touchy subject for people. Because sometimes ain't enough of it. They don't have enough of it. Or they owe too much of it out. Yeah, yeah. Or they may yeah. owe you it. Yeah. They, they may, may owe, owe you it. it. Ah, you okay. get it. Right? Got <laughs> they, they may owe you some money. You know what I mean. <laughs> he, he was waiting for that. But anyway, they may owe you some money. So have you ever been around somebody? So this is going to be a little funny. I'm just going to lead in it with, with a joke. Uh, you ever been around somebody and they owe you money and you see them spending money? Have you ever been around somebody sure like they, that? that one, Listen. Uh, that's the one. You ever been around somebody they owe the you money and they spending it? They like yes. they just pulling out like you're like wait a minute. Right. They ain't gonna pay for right, yours. Right, you're right. <laughs> Yo, they like is this just both of these on the same bill? And, and they be the one to be like no. <laughs> and they owe you money. Oh, like listen, it's, money money is always a, a touchy subject. We we none of us we never have enough of it. We always trying to chase it, and when we get it and we think we're saving it up, something comes and just say no, I need it, and they snatch it. You know what I mean? Whether it's the IRS. You know what I mean? Some adulting state. bills, estates, state. you know, uh, your car. Oh, my goodness. Don't have a vehicle. And, and you don't have, what is it, um, AAA or um, a warranty. Don't uh, You got to kick out money. So, yeah, that's that's one of the things about being an adult that we just, it's like it's, you can't get around it, yeah, right? You can't, you, yeah, you can't, you can't get around the, the money situation pretty much. I mean, it's all about, you know, you're going to have your ups and downs and trials and tribulations that come that you know that comes with having money and getting money and losing money mm -hmm. um again adulting is you just gotta get better you gotta money. you just gotta get better with money you gotta get that's better all with money. and a lot of times you know i remember at a time when i was down bad. Oh yeah, and I ain't cuss. None yeah. yet. Oh, I ain't cuss. oh, I've been, I've been peeping in. Yeah. Oh yeah. You weren't supposed to say nothing. No, though. no, I, I have to. I have to. <laughs> you were, that I was, was waiting, one of my goals today. I was waiting for you. I was waiting for um, what's the daughter name? Which one? I was waiting for Tara to come on. Yeah, yeah. Tara, yeah. Where I, you I, I don't know no if she's on here yet. Right. I forgot to remind her. <laughs> but yeah, so it's like you know, I remember at a time when I was down in the dumps, money financially or whatever. And then things turn around. And a lot of us do this. Mm -hmm. Things turn around and then you be you blowing, you spinning, 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 spinning. Mm -hmm. And then you got to have a, because it can go back to that at any given time. It can. You know what I'm it saying? Can. For any reason. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I had to snap out of it and get intentional with my money again. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you know, part of that adult thing is, you know, I mean, you have to learn how to be more, uh, you have to learn how to budget, mm -hmm. stick to a budget. Right. And, you know, you have to learn how to say no to people, to yourself, oh. you know what I mean? And distinguish between needs and wants. Mm -hmm. And you just got to be responsible and, you know, just try to, you know, just, again, walk that walk. It's hard. That, that money can go through your hands so fast. And you won't even know what you what you done with it. That's true, but you can start with little things. Like you think about in a work week, right? Work week, we think Monday through Friday. How much money you spend on lunch every day? Yeah. You think about that. I know sometimes 
I spent twenty dollars a day, a day, and that's just on lunch. You know I'm eating at night, so that's just on lunch. So you figure so twenty five days, that's a hundred dollars, a hundred dollars. That's, you, that's only that's, but if you're spending money morning and, and night, that's that's even, like two hundred, right. four hundred, not even two hundred. Yeah, that's, we're we not even getting into that. And that's, but we just want to talk about like the lunch. And that's yeah, crazy. Lunch, that's so you think if you save $100, you know what I mean? If you save 100 bucks a week, a month, that's $400. And what about the weeks, of the when we have five weeks? That's 500 yep. So that could be anything. A trip. 200 a week. I mean, a month, a year. Oh, look at that. He's good. 200 a year. You can, that's, that's a abandoned house. Yeah, yeah. That's a property. Yeah, if three of us do that. That's two used cars. Yeah. You can flip them. Yeah. I don't know. So it's like you definitely have, you know, yeah, you definitely can. It's, it's definitely ways that you can get around it. Yeah. Get around what? For us? For us, like, saving money. Okay. For us, like, really saving money. Um, That, saving money on lunch. Pack your lunch every day. You know, pack snacks. If you have, if you go into the same office, just fill the refrigerator up with little things on it. You know, put a note so you won't eat your stuff up. What do you have to say about people that say... That they can't save money, they don't. They don't make enough money to save money. Before you say, before you answer, mm-hmm. the first thing like when, when people say that they can't save money, mm-hmm. but I see them. Oh yeah, balling, mm-hmm. going on trips. Yeah, uh, Balenciagas, uh, every pair of leggings, mm-hmm. on the man. Not the little five dollars, but the twenty dollar ones. Oh yeah, ah. those are the ones at Style Lounge South. Okay. Style Lounge, seventeen thirty four Maryland Avenue. Oh okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. But it's like you know what I'm saying. So you know you have people that be like, I can't save no money, but then you got these habits. You got a drinking habit, weed habit, cigarette mm-hmm. habit, all these little habits. But you know, just take those things out the equation too. But you see what I'm saying, and you can save a, a couple coins because. From my understanding, from mm-hmm. I mean, it's it is hard to save money, but it's a mindset. You just answered your own question. Yeah, it's a mindset. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Once you get set in your mind, because you have to start from some point, mm-hmm. and once you start from some point, you know, because you don't necessarily have to make a lot, because you can make a lot and still blow a lot. Oh yeah, when you make a lot, you create more bills. Yeah. When you make a lot, you go from a Camry to like a Alexa. Yeah. You know, so yeah, that's but you answered your own question. Yeah. People can't save money if you got a weed habit, a liquor habit, uh, a clothes habit, a club habit. Um, let me see, a a, a tricking on habit. habit, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a hot a hot summer habit, yeah. you know, a trick habit. You're not gonna save money. So you can't doing all that. Some things you're gonna have to cut. You know what I mean? I mean, we we can say what we want to win, right? They yeah. said, all right. You know, instead of buying you a, uh, instead of buying you a, a twenty bag every day, two three times a day, just go ahead and get you an ounce. Skin it. That lasts you. Right, lasts you a little. I mean, a little bit longer than that, right? I'm just saying. I'm just. We being realistic. You know what I mean? Instead of instead of you know what I mean, going out buying six to eight shots at the bar, you know, just buy the bottle and do like my home boys do. They. They drink outside the food a lot. Yeah, that's, that's the only way. I'm, when I go out, I don't yeah. even drink their liquor because they, they play with it too much. Yeah. I drink mine in my car. And when you go and in, you get yourself a deal, you get you one, one drink and you babysit. Yeah, you know what I mean? But yeah. you don't have to keep going to the bar over and over and over. No, nobody really cares. Nobody's paying you that much attention except the bartenders because they want the tips. Absolutely. But, you know, it's, it's, definitely, it's definitely ways that you can go about just to save because all the reasons that he said it makes sense. People can't save money because of the things that they 
they, that they're doing. You know, I know people that go on trips. They come make the cutoff notices. Mm. I'm, I'm going to go on the trip. Don't get me wrong. But I'm not coming back to no cutoff notices, baby. I'm not doing that. That's not. But, the, the people, but then again, people say, well, you're going to always have bills. You might as well go and enjoy yourself and just come no, back see, and take they, care of that. They get it that's twisted. A, I don't know. That's a different type of. Awesome. I don't know. See, I kind of feel like that in one way, and I kind of feel like an aspect. I don't want to be away worrying. Am I coming home to life being off? You know what I mean? Am, am I gonna? Am I gonna have to ask somebody to borrow some money to pay you a bill? That's I not just, how you do it. That's you not how you, you, gotta set yourself you gotta up. comfortably. Yeah, you gotta set yourself up to take that trip. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have your rent paid or whatever bill that you have coming up paid, then you can't go on the trip at this time. You got to get yourself together to go on that trip. Mm-hmm. So when you come back home, you're not you're not on your flight back home, like stressing out the whole ride. They're like, what's wrong with you? You scared? Like, yeah, but you ain't really scared. You scared about what's going to get happened to you. <laughs> when you get home, right? You know it, ain't, it ain't turbulence. It ain't, yeah, it ain't they get that. past that. It's, it's the, I don't know what's going to happen when I get off this plane. Yeah. But, you know, however... You know what I mean? We just have to learn to really be more uh, proactive instead of reactive when it comes down to our finances. You know, you think about the times that you, they, my mother and my grandma always say, save for a rainy day. I save for a rainy day all the time, but how about the, it, it just rained for me last week. And boy, did it rain. And I was mad about it, but I was glad that I had the money to get it, to, to get it over with and yeah. paid. Yeah. I didn't have to call anybody. I didn't have to ask anybody for anything. You know, it, it made me mad, but it, it set back a couple things I wanted to do, but I got something out the way, and it's like, whew, I'm glad that's over. This, you don't think about it You don't think about it It's over with. You know what I'm saying? You know? So, yeah, it's, we just had to be more proactive instead of reactive to our stuff, because being reactive to it, that's when you have to, you know, maybe call around and try to, Get a loan, or and who got you know, who got money to loan? Not not like that. And the, and the thing is, if you do get a loan, don't get mad when people put tax on it. People don't get money like that. That's you you borrow two hundred dollars from some people, you won't pay back two fifty or three hundred. Yeah, you know you y'all know, y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know because people don't have that kind of money to just reach in and just give it. They may have it, but not just to give to you. They right. have they have other things. Yeah. You know, I know I do. So life. yeah, life, life happens, right? Yeah. So yeah, with money and finances, we want you to be more proactive instead of reactive. And if you need any questions, if you need people to help you with your credit and stuff like that, you can inbox us at the Nick and Buck Show. Mm-hmm. And we can definitely point you into the right situations, the right people that can help you, you know, build your credit, help you with financial literacy and everything. So yeah, use this. Let this show be a platform for resources for you as well. You know, we laugh and joke on here and everything, but the thing is, we really want our community. I believe we both want the same thing: our community to be better. And even if we don't know, if I don't know, if she don't know, if the question or situation comes to me, I'll take the time out of my lifestyle to research and then figure out what we could do to help. You. Oh, that's nice. Yes, we will. We will definitely do that because we want everybody. We want everybody to be to be better for us finances. You know, when you realize when you get better with your finances, it, it's a certain. You can be like a, a peace. Yeah, it's like a it's like a weight off one of your shoulders at your least. Arms, your shoulders come down like this. You like relax. You relax like that. And you can wear salmon colors. You know yeah, what I mean? It feels good. good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Had a little break going on like yeah <laughs> what yeah oh my god this is a buck show i'm just here <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> but yeah, um, don't like I said, don't hesitate to um to inbox us and and let us know, and that's fine. And, and we won't come on the show and talk about it. Absolutely that's totally not. private. Yeah. You know what I mean? But just let us know. We're here to help. Because the thing is, you might can help us. For sure, right? Keep, I, I remember. I remember. I used to pray. One of, part of my prayer, right when everything was like all crazy or whatever, I used to always pray to God to help me help people so when they call on me, I can help them, right? Uh, that was part of my prayer. Oh, wow. Probably one of the worst prayers I ever made. Oh, because he really, he made He really did that. Well, you know they say, be specific. Oh, you got be specific. <laughs> so everything was coming at me like, Y'all speaking fast. Thank you. So it was like everything was coming at me. So it was overwhelming. And then one day, man, my daughter, my oldest daughter was talking, Britain, we were talking. And I said, is, is stuff getting out of hand? It was like mentally driving me crazy. Mm-hmm. I was getting all these calls. And I was like, I was like, so I told Britain, I was like, you know what? I'll be praying for this. And he gave it to me. She's like, what is wrong with you? You can't ask, but you ask God for it. You got to be more specific. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes. Yeah. So I had to start taking that prayer. <laughs> like, hey, God. Um, hey, God, listen. Yeah. 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 yeah, I had to readjust that prayer. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, again, anything that I can help with, um, especially guys or women, you know, I love to help with getting yourself prepared to get into CDL feel, mm-hmm. oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? That's that's, that's that yeah that 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 feel man is like compatible with like real estate because it doesn't take a lot of education. You see what I'm saying? Even though real estate, I think takes more education. It does, but it's like you can come at entry level and make great money. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Whereas though you can, it can be, it can turn your life around. Yeah. I'm always you know preaching it to my friends to God, to, to the guys, because, you know, I know guys that make below, below what they should be making as a grown man, in my opinion, you know what I'm saying? And I think that, you know, it doesn't take a lot of uh, time to get it because if you go to school, let's, let me give y'all a quick example. If you go to school to be a truck driver, you gonna go to school for like three to six months, mm-hmm. and everybody always cry about. Man, I don't want to pay the loan back. It's a ten thousand dollar loan. It may be different now, mm-hmm. but they give you ten years to pay back fifty dollars a month. Right. You see, what I'm saying, don't look at it like that. Don't look at it like you paying a loan back. Look at it as you're investing in yourself, because at the bare minimum, you're gonna get like a stack a week. Uh huh. That's life changing to a lot of people. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. You're getting fifty two thousand dollars a year as opposed to twenty four, mm-hmm. thirty, thirty five, forty. That's twelve more thousand if you make it forty. Like a thousand dollars a week can change a lot of people' whole situation. Yeah, it can. A, you know a what I'm saying? People, yeah. It can change your whole situation. Like a lot of people, they might sit back and be like, a thousand dollars a week ain't nothing. But to a lot of people, it is. A lot of people is. Like, if you pull up the median household income, it's like in the 20s, 20-something thousand, yeah. which I don't understand. I'm, I'm so grateful and I'm blessed and fortunate to not understand that as, as far as I have to go through that. You work but to not have to go yeah, through that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying there's people that work. It's two household incomes with people making like 30-something thousand dollars. Right, but they just, sometimes we got to, 
be honest with what it is. Yeah. I don't know. Me, me, I don't want well, you know when people can feel how they feel, but I think that we have to. You work towards what it is or what you need for your family. If you're comfortable making a certain amount of money, then that's where you're going to be comfortable at. You want to mm-hmm. live a lifestyle that this kind of warrants basic. that. You know, and that, anything is that's fine. If, if you if that's what you're comfortable with, but if you want more, you you're going to do more. Yeah, you know what line. I mean. So, and, and the thing is, and that's that's fine. At one time, I remember 47. So I remember when I worked in minimum wage was four dollars and thirty five cents. My first job was at the Town Road Plaza at the movie theater. And that was in 1988, $4.35. And imagine, it was grown people that worked there. Oh, yeah, it was grown people we that were kids, that kind of money. Yeah, we was kids working in the summer. Yeah. That was my first year going to high school. Yeah. So it was like, we that was our little check. All we wanted was Jordache jeans, a couple of cute shirts, and some tennis shoes. But this was these were, it was grown people working there from the time they opened to the time they closed. I remember them days. You know, and you know, it's like if you if you want better, you definitely gotta do better. And you know, people can, you know, people will make up excuses and will say, Well, this is just, you know, where my life is right now. This is just what how it was supposed to be for me. No, it's that's not that's, that's not, not true. true. That's, that's not, not true. you have children, you know, if you're bringing still bringing children into the world and you know what I mean, you you're comfortable with just making the bare minimum, then I mean you're setting your kids up to be comfortable with making the bare minimum. True. You're showing them that this is it's okay to leave live a mediocre lifestyle and the thing is when i say mediocre i don't mean far as um being flashy and you know what i mean i mean far as how you live it right where you live yeah your quality of life yeah. you know what i mean um you know it's just sometimes people need help and it's okay to ask for help and when i say help i don't mean like handouts or like donations i'm talking about just help but somebody say you know what come on i think you cook good so why don't you start cooking and selling dinners maybe we can try to get you a little spot or something you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and it's not all about entrepreneurship because i don't want people to think that all i preach is entrepreneurship i do a lot but the thing is getting a good job is, is good it's too. Fine. If you yeah, it's definitely fine. If you're if you cook really good and you want to open up a restaurant, why not go work at least for two years under somebody that owns a nice restaurant? Okay. You get to learn the business and you get to learn more and more about cooking. Right? That's to me, that's a paid internship that you found yourself. Right. Right? And okay. all the business is a job. You go in and you learn it from the top to the bottom, and then you respectfully thank sir for having me work here. I want to leave and I want to open my own establishment. If you're working under a good boss, guess what? They're going to help you because they'll be able to tell the people that come into their doors, I hired this young lady to cook and she's off. I helped her get her own restaurant. Okay. You know what I mean? So we got to think differently. You know, instead of thinking, I don't want to go work for nobody else. That's crazy. No, it's really not. And the thing, of, the thing, the <laughs> thing that's funny about that when I hear people say, well, I ain't working for, like, they don't have a job. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. But they be like, they well, I ain't working for nobody. <laughs> no. But it's like, okay, you're not working for nobody. Cool. Uh-huh. 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 However, What's your plan to get money? Mm-hmm. You don't have to work for nobody, but what you just not going to work? You're not going to do nothing. Nah, so nah. See, my suggestion to that is find find something that you're okay with mm-hmm. and get laser focus on what your goals are with this job. You understand? And then do what you said you want to do. Mm-hmm. If you're going to work here for three months and save all your money, save all your money. Work there for three months and jump out on faith and do your thing. If it fail, try to go back and find something that you can do again because you failure is part of the growing process to being an entrepreneur to, you know, um, you know, starting a new business 
And again, like she said, entrepreneurship is not something that for everybody. It's not. Yeah, it's not for everybody. Not. So there's a lot of people that don't want to be in. I remember I used to meet women and stuff like that, and they they might see me or hear me talking or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. And I get the slide and the little entrepreneur talking, they be they shut my ass, they shut me down. Huh. Like, oh, I ain't into that. That 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 I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Really? And it's fine. At, at first I'd be like, oh, who don't want Wait a minute, give me an example. I so know. say for instance, if I'd be like, so what you want? So what's your goals? What you want to do? And they just assume uh, they might just assume just from me talking prior to asking them mm-hmm. that that's what I'm hitting at, like what you try and do. Mm-hmm. And then you know, they would just run off the deep end with the, they not with no entrepreneurship, they not, they, that's not for them, mm-hmm. they find we're working, and at first I used to be like, I ain't like it, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, but later on, I, you know, I understand now that everybody don't want to go through that. No, they don't. Yeah, everybody don't want to go through that, and it's fine, you yeah. know what I'm saying, <laughs> but my whole thing is, like, I know more entrepreneurial women, me personally, than I do guys right. that are doing well. And right. for the most part, those women have always, and they always my inspiration for real. Okay. You see what I'm saying? The yeah. guys that I know that do their own thing, they act like suckers too much. <gasps> they do. Oh, wow. They hate us. Dudes do hate us. They don't want to like share for me. They don't, they don't share me. Uh-huh. Everybody that called me, asked me anything. I give them anything because I you can't stop it. Yeah, it, it, yeah you can't stop you can't, it. You, can't. you know what I'm saying? If people really, be thinking that you can stop their money. You, you can't. can't. You can't. If if somebody really, really is out there making good money and they happy with their business, they'd be happy to give you information. Yeah, because they don't With women um, and entrepreneurs, I want I I, I kind of find that. If anybody calls me and wants to know information, I give them certain information. Some of the information, I do sell it because I worked 31 years to get this information mm-hmm. because I feel like I just don't want to give it all to you. Mm-hmm. Like that, I have a, a program where you pay so much money and you get certain information, even a class. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I do do that for people. People call me for inspiration. I give them that as well. I give I give a lot away for free. Mm-hmm. A lot. I, I have a business, so it's like I can't give everything away for free. You know yeah. what I mean? Sometimes it's a fee. It may cost you a little, May cost, cost you a lot, you but it may cost, cost you. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, when somebody go come to you and say, "Well, how did you get started?" Stop leading them with, "Oh, it was hard." We know it was hard. Oh, yeah, yeah, we know it's yeah, hard. Yeah. We they don't. You know they don't want to hear that. That's they want to hear the meat and potatoes. They don't want to hear the, the string beans and the in the rolls. They want to hear the meat and potatoes out there. So if you don't want to give them the information, I respect the fact more so. Like, listen, man, I work hard for this. I'm not. I'm, you know, I can say I'll talk to you about it. You know what I'm saying? I can. You know, maybe I can give you a class or something. When somebody say give you a class, they know that it's going to come with a fee behind that. It may be worth it, you know, or you can do this. Get on the computer and research it yourself. That's free. And you can be really specific about what you research and find out all information that you need to. So, yeah. I don't know. That's maybe a catch-22, but you know. The women to me, yeah, yeah, like, I mean, like, of course, some things you do have to pay for. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a friend. I asked her a couple questions over there about something. And she was like, oh, poor. Well, I got, I got, I had to start charging you. I was like, whoa. It's but I mean, the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was dead serious. Like, the the next thing I joke. ask, I'm sure she's going to put a, a, a price on it. <laughs> but it's like, you know what I'm saying? When it comes down to certain information, 
with me, you know what I'm saying? Some friends of mine, uh, a friend of mine, she always tell me like, bro, you should start a class, blah, 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 blah. But I just don't have the time to do that. That's mm -hmm. just not, I don't have the time mm -hmm. to do it. But, um, you know, you can, I feel like guys, they see it in you that you want to take off mm. and they feel like, nah, like, nah, I don't, I don't, I don't want, want you to, to take off. Me. Yeah, I don't want you to do better than yeah, me. Yeah, I want you to do like, better than me. I remember this one guy I used to work for that was cool with me. Mm -hmm. I ain't mad at him or nothing like mm -hmm. that. But you know what I mean? Whereas I thought our friendship... See, oh, I remember my, that. My friendship with, <laughs> with, with, with my fellas mm -hmm. is, is real, real solid. Right. But however, when I find that you don't look at me the same way I look at you, then I'm going to have to take a few steps back. Yeah, you got to. So, yeah, so, mm -hmm. you know, man, this cat, we was talking one day. He pulled me in talk or whatever we rapping mm. blah, blah 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 and i'm telling him what at some point i'm trying to sit on that side mm -hmm. of the table mm -hmm. and i always tell this story to people and he was like bird 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 it took me 10 long years bird and i'm listening to him like what that guy do with me it might take me two it might but take me two but that's the, but that's the problem it might take me 11. It might take me 15 or 20. Right. But, it's you know what I'm saying? but guess what? He probably seen something in you that he didn't have in himself 10 years when he started. And he probably thought, yeah, he probably would. He can come in here and sit down and do my job. Six. So, yeah. Took me six. <laughs> <laughs> six, buddy. Six years. You know yeah, what I'm you saying? Know. So, but like, yeah. yeah, like people don't, people don't want you to excel with the fear that you're going to excel past them. You know what I'm saying? And don't be a hater. Don't be. Please um, don't be a hater. Gould Jizzle said, it is true that most people are in competition. And that's a sad thing. Be in competition with yourself. With yourself. Be your biggest competitor. Because yeah. the thing is, truth be told, it's no, it's no comparison in competition where you can't even compare. You know what I mean? A lot of people think that you're in competition with them, and it's crazy. Like, it's all in your head. Because, yeah. man, you're on two different wavelengths. Like, you know what I mean? We're not better than one another, but we we different places in life. You know, your mindset is different from mine. You That don't make it good or bad. It just make it different. It don't make it better or worse. It just make it different. So it's like, it's really, it's no competition. Nobody's trying to compete with y'all. You know what I mean? It's you, you, You're you competing with your own self in your mind. It really is all in most people's heads. But you know, you let, let people live and let them feel that way. Because yeah. I think some people wake up in the morning feeling like the world is against them. And I think that's, that has a lot to do with going back to how you were raised and the type of adult that you are. You know what I mean? Um, competition starts out at home, in the household. You know, it's, it starts if you have a sibling. It starts, if you have, it starts if you have a cousin that's in another household. You know, when they when they get to compare, families do that. <laughs> compare you with a cousin that's y'all the same age, they doing this. Well, so-and-so did this or so-and-so did. Well, pray for so-and-so. Right. That used to be my, pray for them. I don't want to do that. You know what I mean? So <laughs> it's like you write your own ticket. You know, the black sheep of the family. I know it's a lot of y'all out there. I was definitely... Still am a black sheep in my family. But you know, one thing about it, it's so funny. The black sheep in the end, woo. Be the ones, the we one be them. the ones that, yeah, yeah. you know it. Because it's somebody sitting out there watching. They say it to themselves. Yeah, my family don't mess with me. They roll me off. Don't nobody talk to me. You the black sheep, and that's okay. So now what you, since they isolated you, what you do now is you, you, you muscle up. You, you 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 research stuff. You find out what your niche is. You find out what you're good at. Turn that hobby 
and your charm or whatever you have because God gave us all something. Mm -hmm. We all have something. Find it. Perfect it. Be around people that have more than you, that's doing more than you and just make it happen. And I'm telling you, somebody will see something in you and they'll invest in you or they'll invest whether it's money, time, you know what I mean, or skill set or even just knowledge. Whatever somebody wants to give you that you don't have, Take it. And it's not always monetary. Don't go always looking for the big check. Right. Some The best things you're going to get from people ain't even money. It's going to be a jewel. Information. It's going to be information yeah. and education and skill set. So, yeah, just keep that in mind, Black Sheets, because the thing is, we're going to come out on top every time. Sure. Every black time. Sheets. Right. Power to the black sheep. Power to the black sheep. That's that's not like a good T-shirt. Yeah. Power to the yeah. black sheep. That is a good one. I'm writing it down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys. So, if you have any questions um, or topics that you would like for us to discuss, please feel free to DM us. Send us send us send us a message for a topic, and you know we'll try to we'll come converse amongst each other and do our thing and see if we can get it popping and get the topics. And if anybody want to call in with something, feel free to call in. That's right. And don't West forget about promoting. Yeah. And don't forget about promoting your business. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Promotions. Yeah. If you have a small business or a large business, whatever type of thing that you went to, give us a buzz. We can shout you out on here. We got a small fee for the month, each month that mm-hmm. we shout you out. Small fee. Definitely can handle it. Mm-hmm. And um definitely you know, we'll definitely definitely shout you out. Absolutely. And even if you want to do a birthday announcement or a special announcement mm-hmm. or something, you know, just to be shouted out because you know, Nick and Buck the Nick and Buck show, we love everybody. So we wanna make you happy if you wanna give that special person in your life something, you know, we just we can hold something up however, but we can make it happen. So yeah, like you said, inbox us and let us know and we'll talk about it and get it happen. Okay. Get it popping for you. So somebody had actually about the Jamaican thing. The Jamaican thing? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, really? Yeah, so yeah, I asked yeah, about yeah. that. Okay. So we had, um, last week, we had a lot of different topics on the show, right? So even if you didn't watch it live and you went back and watched it, because I've seen some of the views went up. So people have been mm-hmm. watching during the week. However, I said that I was going to give away a really special prize. Right. Never said what it was. Okay. Never said what it was on ALAC. However, we're going to ask a question. And there's no need to say what the prize is until somebody went. Okay. So the question is, what was one of the main topics? And we said it when we started this show today, tonight. What was one of the main topics that uh, we talked about last Monday on the show that we talked about the most that got us to like people were like actually commenting on it? What was what was that topic about? Because I remember. Do you remember what yeah. it was all? Okay. So if you know what that topic was about. Don't cheat and don't go to the, the last show and look at the comments. But you had to give us the answer before this show was over. And if nobody gets it, I'll I'll tell you what the prize the prize was. So that means you'll listen. Well, hold on to the surprise. Yeah, I am. I am. Yeah. yeah like I said, if nobody gets it, we'll we'll say it. You know what I mean? Because right. we will probably do the same thing next week. So you gotta listen. Right. Yeah. So next week, another prize that we'll have is. A fresh, brand new pair of Apple iBuds. Oh, nice! Yeah, I'm give a pair away. Oh, I'm figure out something that we can have oh. for some trivia. Oh, nice! And it may be it may be trivia, live trivia. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Wow. And just to try to get the views up, and you know, to have people. 
commenting and, uh, you know, getting down and close with us. Right. So we Apple, give away. Apple. Yeah, Apple. Jeez. Yeah. I, don't know. I might win. I don't know. But, Sam, but if shot. you got Samsung, don't even, you know what I mean? <laughs> Save them for Christmas. Give them to somebody for Christmas or a birthday or whatever. One of their kids or something, or nephews. Yeah. You know, the kids All got the kids iPhones. love iPhones. So let me ask you, I have a question, honestly, out there. And I know what, what I feel about it, but do you guys have Android or, or iPhone? Like, honestly, I'm what Android. do you feel? I, I was Android. I have an iPhone, but I do want to go back to the Note. I love the Note. Oh, okay. I know they're not we're not getting paid for no publicity, you know what I mean, for that giving that shout. But I like the Androids. But I do have an iPhone. And I'm trying to, what's the big difference? It's funny when you see the memes, they'll show somebody from East Baltimore and they'll say, uh, what's East Baltimore? They say that's Android. What's <laughs> Baltimore? It's a uh, it's uh-huh. iPhone. It's it's funny, but yeah, I don't know. That's just something kind of funny to me. I take an Android and it's good. Yeah. Because they it's way more free apps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you pay Music. for everything. iPhone, you gotta pay for everything. Apple is always trying to take money out my cash app for something. Yeah. I always, like always. The music, you gotta get a card and all that stuff. Oh uh, yeah, it's ridiculous. It's like you spend too much money on that stuff. Yeah, you really do. Okay, so uh, with the uh, with the being be, being an adult, the act of being an the adult. act of being an adult. Mm-hmm. What else do you think is a major act of being an adult? Major, a major, a major act of being an adult is you know being <clears throat> you know not how can I say it like. Being the best that you can be, now I don't want to say that. Let me see. So the the most major act of being an adult is again being responsible. I guess this comes with being responsible, but it's like taking, and all these words sound redundant, but mm-hmm. accountability uh-huh. for, you know, say for instance, if 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 you have small children, mm-hmm. paving the way for them. Because right. a lot of times, you know, we was having a discussion earlier. Mm-hmm. We feel like our parents owe us something, mm-hmm. right? But, and then you feel like they should have done more or they should have had a, you know, they should have had a better education so they could have paid for your education. Right. But just... what about their grandparents and their grandparents? You know, it, it's, it's, it's like a trickle down effect. It is a trickle so down effect. So it's like, you know, I did the best that I could off of what I was dealt. Mm-hmm. I didn't know no better coming up. Right. You see what I'm saying? So a lot of time when people hit me with the, well, you did the same thing when you was younger. But how are you going to come down on that? I ain't trying to hear that. That's right. You, because no. at the end of the day, I didn't have nobody in my corner like me. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I didn't have nobody like me because if I had people, if I probably had one person around me like me mm-hmm. oh man it could it would have been over and that's yeah what, i can't yeah. even imagine like and i can care about that yeah um mansa mansa which i know that's vinny hey vinny <laughs> yeah you said team android because i always break, break my, my phone iPhone. break your iphone right and then marty says i'm um, talking about what you were just saying they owe you the ability to have a flourishing future that's what our parents owe, owe us and you know like like Buck said, is a lot of times our parents were kind of not afforded the same things that they didn't give us. You know what I mean? Uh, but I think sometimes as a parent, that even makes you do one or two things. Either makes you not give them what you didn't have or makes you give them everything that you didn't have. 
you know, nobody sat down and talked to me. So I'm sitting there talking to my kid all the time. Mm-hmm. I know I drove my daughter crazy sometimes when talking to her about certain things. And I was a young mother, you know, but it's like I wanted to I wanted to make sure that she knew you can come talk to me, the communication. This is what's supposed to happen. This was was not supposed to happen. You know what I mean? Um, as parents, you know, we, we try our best because there's no manual on it. Well, they have books, but it's no manual to tell you how to parent. You know, you just, I, I believe that as parents, we should want our kids to have better than us, be better than us. And a lot of that has to do with us and how we raise them and the things that we do. But what about the part where nobody, you know, because you know, you know how that saying goes, their parents say, I was that age before I didn't did everything that you didn't did. Mm-hmm. Like you can't do nothing. Like, so, <laughs> you know, a lot of times our, our children are not going to, they have to learn it. A lot of things on their own. Mm-hmm. So no matter how much good parenting you do, you know, they're still going to go out and do contrary to things that you suggest that they should do. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and in those times, you just got to be patient and remind yourself that I was once there. I remember my people used my family, my parents used to tell me mm-hmm. I didn't did it all, blah, 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 blah. Even though I still feel like my parents didn't do half of the stuff I did, mm-hmm. I guess they probably did it on a different level or something, well, some yeah. case or whatever mm-hmm. the case would yeah. be. But in all actuality, you know, part of being an adult is just always trying, I guess just always trying to be on point, like just just being responsible, and with being responsible, it always come back to accountability. Always coming to accountability. We talked about that last week, and um, that's what we really, we really, really, that's what we needed. So yeah, so yeah, uh, we're about to go to a break. So when we come back, we'll be talking more about the art, the act, the act, the act and the art of being an adult. Because I believe it's the an art. art to it too. Okay. It's an art to it, that's, right? That's, that's, and we'll talk about that when we come back on the Nick and Buck show. can train and certify over 10,000 students in 10 years. We can renovate over 10,000 houses in 10 years. This is the Inner City Trade School Project, sponsored by Get With The Program. It's our time, and it's our turn. But like once we address, once we address the needs of the students, we can ensure that they'll be successful in the program. The main idea is to know the safety of the program. And Do Black Lives Matter? Yes, yes. We're going to show you how much Black Lives Matter because we have a solution to the problem. This school will help change the mindset of our young Black men. And that's what we're trying to do, bring pride back to our community. Substance use, anger management, uh, mental health. So here at the Inner City Trade School, that's what we're uh, trying to build. That's what we're trying to create. Our environment for our people to thrive. Here I come. 
border, train your damn stupid nigga. Well, he might could have said nincompoop. We ain't no nincompoop. We're gonna play for you our first tune. It's called Let's Start What We Have Come Into the Room to Do. Right on. Here goes. to make a grand entrance. I know who you are. The angel who hunts down those who trespass against him with no mercy. Welcome back. You are tuned in now to the Nick and Buck Show on BXR Radio. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for coming back and thanks for just joining. If you're just tuning in, you want to go back to our girls real quick? Yeah, so for the people that's just tuning in, we talked about um, a cleanup in the community of 21215, which is the infamous um, August 21st on Saturday from 10 to 1. We are meeting behind the McDonald's um, on Righteous Town Road on that parking lot, and we're going to start there. It's the, it's a notorious dumping ground. And the thing is, some of the kids in that neighborhood, they don't have places to go, you know, really play. And some of the, some of the kids go back there and play kickball, kickball. It's glass and all kind of debris back there. And we want to get together and clean up. And like Buck said, people with trucks, Come out. Pick um, up trucks. If you got a van, that's like a you know a trash van. We got we need that. A van, trucks, supplies, 
water, and hands. Yes, we do. And positivity. Please bring positive energy. all your positive energy. Yeah. Leave all we the ain't, negative Ain't nobody energy. negative won't even show, no. but they don't want to do that. They don't want to help. They, right, that's right. Yeah, They're going to so be home. Like, I ain't doing that. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. not doing it. <laughs> so we're going to help. We're going to come back to our, our, our community and, you know, help try to get some cleanliness going on and start a movement around here. That's and this right. can go all the way into the winter. It can. It definitely yeah, it can. Don't, ain't no season for this. That's right. And um, you want to inbox on Facebook, Dana Gwen, D-A-N-A Gwen, G-W-Y-N-N. Um, she is really the force behind this um, this movement um, because we definitely want to help our community. We're both one five natives and we want to make sure that the community is clean and serene for all the people in the neighborhood, the older people that used to come out and sweep their fronts, they can't do it anymore. You know, um, so it's it's time for us to come in. It's been time for us to come in and do it, but it's no better time like the present. Absolutely. Right? We are, we there. That's right. What's the date again? The date is August 21st, 21st. on a Saturday, 10 a.m. to 1. If you want to come a little early to get your car, you know, get a good parking spot and, you know, unload your supplies or whatever you have, come on out and and do it. And we're going to have, like, waters and, you know, refreshments and juices and stuff for us as well. I'll make sure I start grabbing some some supplies and stuff like that. Yeah, but if you have donations, stuff that you want to give, like I said, inbox Dana Gwen or inbox the Nick and Buck show and we'll um, get the information over to Dana. Or yeah. you could just inbox us on our personal pages or yeah. call us yeah. or whatever. Yeah, Tamika Chapman, you know. Yeah. Bye, Bert. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, absolutely. Okay, so um, coming back from Coming back from the break, we wanted to go back to the act of being an adult and speak on why, why people wonder when things are, let me see, I'm sorry. People wonder when things are going going to get better. And the answer is when you get better. What that mean to you? Um... It's kind of self-explanatory to me. Um, you can't really do better for yourself um, and or in anybody's life unless you're doing better for yourself. I think about but, um, the Red Table Talk when, you know, Jada Pinkett was talking about, you know, the, the August Alcina thing, right? Mm-hmm. And we're not going to get okay. into the entanglements. That's another show. Um, but she said something that was really profound to me. She said that, um, or was it Will that said it? Um, Will said it. He said that I couldn't make her happy. She had to find her own happiness, mm. right? And that means a lot. A lot of people make this, you know, I need something that's going to make me happy. So we're not talking about relationships. We're talking about something. I need something that's going to make me happy. I need to be happy doing this. Well, you're not going to be happy doing anything until you're happy, a happy person. You know, that's something that I had to learn myself personally. You know, we really had to, I had to learn it. And I think a lot of us had to learn it and are still learning it. Um, you do better when you feel better. When you feel better and you feel you feel comfortable with your life, your surroundings, yourself, the love that you have for yourself, you know what I mean? Then you're able to love somebody else properly. You're able to get a, be, do better at your job. You're able to be a better business person, a better mom, a better friend, a better grandmother. You know what I mean? Father. A better father. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm talking in terms of just one. So for every, and in general speaking, you know, generally speaking, you're able to just do better, period. Um you know, it, it sounds like a cliche, and, and I know it does, but the thing is, that's real. Mental health is a real issue out here. And the, the thing is, I'm going to say that if you feel like you're having issues mentally, 
because it comes sometimes it comes on slowly on set, right? Mm-hmm. Reach out for help now. Don't wait until you feel like it's getting out of hand because a part of feeling better, that's mind, body, and spirit. And it happens mind. to everybody. Everybody yeah. goes through. Everybody. Don't feel, no, don't feel inside the way about it. I had a friend. She's one of my strongest friends that I had. And she told me the other day that she had a nervous breakdown. And when she told me when, I couldn't believe it because I was around her every day. And I said, I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. How? I didn't see it. And she said, because I was good at hiding it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that made me feel some type of way because I said, wow, am I, am I a good friend? How did I miss that? Because I was around you every day. And she just said, I, I, I had it. I, I hit it. I was really good at hiding it. You know what I mean? It's a lot of people that we're around all the time, smiling and laughing so hard. I'm going to tell you, sometimes the people that smile and laughing the hardest be the ones that's hurting the most. You know, just keep that in mind. Pay that's, attention to your friends. Pay attention to your, your family. Especially the strong friends. Especially the ones that's there for everybody. You know, everybody got their friend that goes and just, hey, what you need? I'm there. What, 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 do I got to do something? I'll do it. That's the person that really needs the most Absolutely. attention. Yeah, they definitely do. They burn out fast. Yeah. They burn out fast. And it's like, when their light gets them, you're like, what's wrong with them? Right. You know, it's right. because they're so strong, you just don't get it. Right. So, you know, this to me, that's what it means. When people, when we, when we want to grow to get better, and, you know, it's like we have to, Get we have to get ourselves better to grow to get better. To me, it starts at the very bottom, not at the top. It starts all the way down the bottom, and sometimes we got to hit rock bottom to really know that we really need help. So, and yeah, piggyback off what you just said. Um, start starts with it starts with yourself. Taking take understanding that Nikki says hello and my story. Hi, Nikki. Um, of you know going into that is like you know first you take into accountability yourself your situation mm-hmm. analyze your situation and try to map it down like map it out like okay I'm in this situation this is what it is what do I have to do to change my situation mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying so it's like things aren't going to get better with just sitting there just sitting in it you know, whining or crying or complaining about it, it's not going to go away. It's you got to make moves. Like I said, you got to pull triggers. So it's triggers. like you have to do something about it. That's right. And that part right there is what's so hard for people to kind of understand. Mm-hmm. They just, you know, a lot of times people say, I'm just going to pray to God. Yeah, you got to pray to God too, but you got to have some type of action. Yeah, you do. You got to have some action to see a change like with no action comes no change like that's right that's just like you know if a person is uh looking for a job and you just pray every day oh god god please give me a job but every day after you finish praying all through the day you're just sitting back watching tv playing the game smoking weed doing whatever you do yeah. running around you ain't never look, looking for a job never how can you find a job you can't god, god willing god. that's their famous well, that's right <laughs> god willing but god helps those who help themselves yeah, god helps those who help themselves because i mean god is gonna bless you when it's your time to be blessed you got to put in some work. You're not just going to just, Ooh, I mean, yes, it's, it's times when he just going to throw you a bone. He's going to do that from time to time. From time to yeah, time. Yeah, from time to time. But don't wait but on it. Don't wait on it. <laughs> don't wait on him to throw you no bone. You don't better you start looking for your own bone. That's and right. He might just throw you a milk your bone. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he might throw you a milk bone. So, yeah, just don't, 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 don't uh, just like sit around and expect change to happen. 
put in some action, mm-hmm. action makes change. Like that's like if like if you like, I gotta move. Your your date coming up to move, but you ain't putting in no action to find a new place. God willing, I find a new place. You you but listen, well, we know because I know people get on Facebook all the time because I have friends that, have, that you private landlord. You see it all the time. I'm looking for a private landlord need about two weeks. Yeah, you know you ain't got no business. You knew you was going to have to move, not unless it's a special situation. Right. Because a lot of times landlords will sell happens. these properties yeah. from up under you, and then some the new people come in like, hey, I'm Mr. Barnes. I just bought your house. You right. gotta leave in two weeks. Right. You know, we know a special situation for that, right. but we you know for the most part the procrastinators. You know, listen, I was, I was I was a procrastinator. Still procrastinate with some things, mm-hmm. but then my priority stuff, you can't procrastinate on it. You gotta get it done. I'm telling you, procrastination will cost you. I'm going to say it again when you get close up. Will cost you in the end. Absolutely. Just take care of it as soon as you can. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, procrastination, that goes into the next thing we want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the thing that we beg God for, we don't be, we don't get because mm-hmm. we aren't prepared. Preparation right. eliminates hesitation. Ooh, say that time. Preparation eliminates hesitation. And that's all about the procrastination thing. Yeah. Procrastinating ain't nothing going to, I mean, you just, you know, procrastinate, like, like you have people in relationships. Oh boy. You know, you mm-hmm. got, you got people in two people in a relationship. We talked about this before two people in a relationship mm-hmm. that's not going to work. It's not going to get better because everybody not doing what's necessary to make it better. Right. So y'all procrastinating the breakup. So who won't pull the trigger? Who won't get this over with? <laughs> no, the longer y'all wait, because eventually somebody gonna do it. You know what Glad you know what Gladys said. Um, nobody wanna be the first to say goodbye. Nobody wanna be the first <laughs> to say goodbye. Yeah, they don't. They do not. But Jesse said but one more time. Sometimes you gotta do it. Right. Jesse said one more time. Procrastination. Procrastin no preparation, preparation. hesitation. Preparation eliminates hesitation. What does that mean to you out there, to the people that's watching? Put it in the comments. Preparation eliminates hesitation. And it's like when you say, the more and more I say it to myself, I really think about, yeah, I really think about the things that I, I prepared for and how well the outcome was, opposed to the things that I wasn't prepared for. I, I didn't prepare. Yeah. I procrastinated. Wait until the last minute. My saying for myself is, I'm, I work best under pressure. Uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of things I do do good. good. I yeah. do do good. However, a lot of things really, it, it's going to fail if it doesn't have the proper proper preparation. preparation. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you know, it's like you know, you just you definitely want to say that. Um, Vinny says, say that again, Buck. Yeah, you said it. And he said, you never lied. Yeah. Um, Vinny, yeah, that's the truth. You you know it. You know the things that you know probably has happened in your life, but the things that you prepared for and to how things are now, you know, it, it's it's like, yeah, I prepared for this and this is the fruit of my labor. And it really is. You get fruit for that labor because you really prepared for it. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, let's, let's make a, 
uh, um, the next 30 days. Let's not procrastinate on anything and let's just prepare for it. Just try out. Make goals. Yep, yeah. Even write notes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Write notes down. I started putting notes on my phone and putting little um, alarms on it. Like, you know, by two weeks, you said you was going to take care of such and such. You know, it's three days before that. You know, I give myself a three-day alarm. Just like, okay, I got three days now. Still down to the wire, but I still got three days before my two weeks is out. So it was like small goals can really help you to make you know, big things and playing for bigger, bigger goals. Okay. And another thing I think I want to bring to the show is mm-hmm. a few affirmations for mm-hmm. each show. Okay. You that one, yeah, because you got a couple of, you know, good ones off of the preparation, eliminate. Yeah. So this going to be Jesse Jackson. It's going to be a Jesse yeah, Jackson yeah, moment. Yeah. And let's make them rhyme. Yeah. Let's make them rhyme. Make them rhyme. Make them rhyme. Because I think it's, that's pretty good because that's a good t-shirt too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we, I know we might press up a couple of those and give them away. Okay. Yeah. Sound like, yeah, sound, sound like, like a plan, right? But you have to be somebody that's preparing. Don't be no procrastinator trying to come and get a t-shirt because you just it's just not supposed to be that way, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we say, uh, I was speaking earlier about no one owes anyone anything. <sighs> this can be a touchy topic. We ain't going to get deep into it. Because we don't want people to Let them feel this. It. This can get this can get out of hand. Because you had for one thing, one Let thing it. is for sure. A lot of these subjects that we're going to be discussing, you have to have an open mind. You do, and you know you can't be one sided. Mm-hmm. So you have to like if you have a view, I can't get mad at your view. That's your view. That's you your view. So it's like I can't get mad. I gotta just try to understand. Or try to watch you try to understand why that's your view. Respect right. your view. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We agree to disagree. You know what yeah. I mean? And the people can have different views. That's people can have different yeah. views because your view is not to gonna be the the view of all views. Mm-mm, it's not. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, people entitled to their own opinion on things, mm-hmm. and that's just way it what it is. You have to have an open mind when you having these type of forms, these type of discussions, mm-hmm. these panels and things like that. Yeah. Because people, no one thinks the same. Right. You know what I'm saying? And everybody thinks that their way of thinking is the way of all thinking. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, yes, they do, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they do. But you have to be wise enough to know that it's levels to it, like you say. <laughs> it's levels to it, though. Yeah, it's levels. It, it is, it's definitely. And, and, and and with thinking that way, like you said, it's levels because this is not something that you just at a certain age you know. Right. As time grows on, as you as you self develop, you start to learn more things, and it and it gets pumped into you so much. Now it's part of your lifestyle. That's so, true. Um, you know, when I say no one owes anyone anything, you know, for one, for me, I don't think that. You know, we're not talking like uh, physical things because even with physical things, what do you, you know, mean physical things? Like, like like money mm-hmm. and things like that. Of course, if you loan someone something, mm-hmm. you know they owe that back to you if it was understood that it's a loan. Right. You understand? But when it comes down to, let's say, for instance, if I pick. I'm coming to work this way every day. Mm-hmm. And I hit you up like, Nick, um, I'm going that way. Bop, 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 bop. You need a ride. And you don't have a ride. I'm taking you, dropping you off to work. And then you get a car 
now you find you don't need to ride no more, then I feel like, bam, I don't have a way to get to work now, but you coming this way. Now I feel like you owe me that ride right. down here. And I should, and you not you knowing that I don't have a car, mm-hmm. you should automatically suggest that I ride with you. Right. That should that should be a given. Yeah, right. yeah, that should be a given. I, I given. think that should be a given. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you're not even, you wanna, you looking at it like, well, my time that I gotta be to work don't really line up with the time you gotta be working. I right. really gotta be rushing and you take too long and this, this, and that. So you don't even suggest it. Right. So it's not, you know, people don't necessarily owe people anything. Right. Like if I looked out for you, I looked out for you. You know what I'm saying? I remember my man gave me, I asked, I asked this man for some, some, some bread, right? Mm-hmm. Thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. And he said to me, when you need it, I told him, come and get it. At such a time. He gave, like, I never got, I never had a friend to give me thousands of dollars before. Mm-hmm. He gave me the money. And it wasn't like we, like this. So it was like, it's not a thing like, boy, you owe me that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it's whatever with us. Like, if I got it, you got it. That's he got friend. his, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, mm-hmm. it's not, in certain situations, it's called for, you owe me. But I don't really think friends and family and children and think because if you know a lot of times kids try to say that you owe them, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But what do you owe me? Because we 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 people, you owe me respect. Yeah, I think I think that's a different show. Yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying? That can, yeah, that it all lines up. If you, if you line up, but yeah. that like that subject, the entitlement. The entitlement. The entitlement of it. Because a lot of people are so entitled. And the thing is, speaking on what you what you were speaking on with showing your friend, Mm -hmm. some people you had in the in the ride situation, you were giving the person a ride because you went that way. Then when you lost your car, they had a car. Some people are givers, some people are takers. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that doesn't make the takers bad people. That doesn't make the givers good people. It's just that's what people do. People are different. Some people give of themselves and of time and, you know, whatever they have to give. And then some people just take it. They take what they can or, you know, and, and, and get what they can. So it's like it doesn't make it doesn't make the people bad. It's just givers and takers. They do things differently. You know what I mean? The person that had the car might didn't come and get you to take you to work because that's just something that's not in their nature. They're not into giving. Stuff like you're not into doing it, but you offered it, so they took it. You know what I mean? So yeah, you just that's what ha- <laughs> that's what happens. Laughing at okay. Tierra's for all about T- hold up. Tierra has entered the chat. Hey Tierra, we've been she waiting made. for you. We've been waiting for you. Mr. Trip to Jamaica and everything. <laughs> it was made. not no trip to Jamaica. I'm saying it. <laughs> Maybe she'll get the earphones. But yeah, but yeah, it's, oh, it's, you have man. givers and takers in life. That's that's what it boils down to. Everybody not going to be the same. You know what I mean when it comes to giving or looking out for you. You know, like that person you called and asked for thousands of dollars and they gave it to you. Listen, some people that you might have gave a place to sleep, you can't get twenty dollars from them. Trust right. me, right. I know. Yeah. So it's like if you got givers and takers, and the thing is that's okay because if, you, if you're a true giver, you're not looking for anything in return. You're giving because you had it to give and you just gave it. Right, mm-hmm. but when you're given to look for something in return, forget about it. You don't even you shouldn't have gave it, because that's not why you really should give. That's not why you should help people. That's right. not why you should do good things. If you're doing something for somebody to get something back, 
This was the old saying, never lend money that you can't afford not to get back. Right. 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 Don't do it. What right. you doing? This for status quo. Nobody cares at the end of the day right. that you did. Oh, yeah. I loaned, I gave that person $10,000. Blah, blah. Well, guess what? Your $10,000 gone along with the person. You ain't seen them or the 10. So <laughs> it's like you were you were the ultimate giver and you got taken. And I'm not going to say by a taker. You just got taken. <laughs> So I don't know, just that's just a way to, to look at it. Yeah, so Tierra, since you're just entering, um, we're talking about the act of being an adult. That's what we're talking about tonight. The you act say, of being girl. an adult. <laughs> um, Buck has had a lot to say on this subject. Um, so have I. The act of being an adult is not an easy one. However, we know it's one that must be done. You know, it's not about when I talk about last last Monday, like with accountability, we're talking about as a person. But that always go into the, everything. The accountability does go into yeah, everything. I, that's why I love it. But but you know, it's a lot of work that needs to be done before the accountability. You know what no, I mean? No, accountability is first. No, I don't. I no, I think a lot needs to be done before that because you can't even you can't account for what you don't understand or know. A lot of people out okay. here, a lot of adults don't even know themselves. Right. A lot right, of adults right. still trying to find out who they are. Okay. And that's okay. It's nothing wrong with that. Don't you think for one second that something is wrong with that, whether you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, or 60s. Life is just that type of we're living, especially today. We're living in a in a world where things constant things are constantly changing. The, our situations, the way we deal with people, the way we have to deal with ourselves, the way we have to deal with the public, the way we deal with our jobs, our parents, our kids. So trust me, everything is constantly changing. So it's like People got to get to know who they are first. They got to do work. You know, because you can't account for something you don't know, including yourself. So. That's just my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everything revolves, a lot of things revolves around those, you know, that, that, uh, uh, you know, that accountability and self-development thing, all that stuff tied to each other. So that's why I like it so much because it's like it's, it's like being an adult. Like you always got to be working on them things because so okay. many things can take you off of so being many. accountable. Um, is you know so many things. Let's say parents bring their kids in the world. They owe them a good, decent shot at a good life, free of judgment and struggle. Parents bring kids in the world and raise them. And raise them and let them go. No savers, no college funds, nothing. Yeah. And then send them out into the world. That's not fair. Now the kids got to climb through whatever the world had to throw at them and offer. And the parents be like, you owe me respect. That's something that Marty, our producer, I mean, um, the Albert, yeah, he's our producer. Our producer um, was saying earlier that we, um, he said that the parents owe the kids a chance at having a great future, like a really good future. And um, I, I agree. And the thing is, some parents, some parents, I believe, are were not financially set when we had our kids. I know mentally. I wasn't, wasn't right mentally. I had my daughter at, you know, 16. You know, so I, I was growing up myself. You know, but at the same time, I know one thing I did know was that I wanted my daughter to have a better shot at this life than, you know, than I did. I wanted her to take advantage of everything that she was afforded than what I did instead of going off and just, you know, being grown. Because, I mean, that was that, that was the case. Um, but, you know, and my daughter did. She definitely did. Um, did I have a lot to do with that? I like to say me and her father, her grandmother, her grandmothers as a, a whole unit, a lot of us had a lot to do with that. Her aunts. Everybody, you know, but my daughter did put a great foot forward herself to make sure 
that she had a better life. And, um, you know, as parents, a lot of times I think that we 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 want to do the best we can for our kids. You know, as mothers, mother and mothers and fathers have different roles. You know, if you're living in a house with your mother, you know, quite naturally, we expect a lot more from the parent that we live with. I believe that to be true because I'm going on my own personal situation. Um, instead of expecting more from the dad, my dad didn't live in a household with me. Um, he lived in a whole nother state. Um, when I so when I called him, you know, but that conversation was like, hey dad. What's going on? Um, my birthday coming up. Can I get a couple hundred dollars? Because <laughs> you're not around. So you know what I mean? That's that's all I wanted. Because you didn't have anything to give me because you weren't here with me. That's how I felt. So, you know, it's, it's, I think the communication, when we get older as, as children, we become adults. And the conversations I had with my mother was a little uncomfortable. Like, my, why didn't you do this for me? Or, my, why didn't you do that for me? You know what I mean? And, and you know, this, 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 this is real talk. You know what I mean? We're not going to bullshit you on this show. It's my cup for it. You know, because I'm trying to make emphasis on this. You know, those conversations need to be had, especially to go forward to have a decent relationship with your parents, mother or father. Don't harbor anything inside. If you really want to know something, if you really have something on your mind, talk to that parent about it. Because I'm going to tell you, all it's going to do is one or two things. It's going, somebody, you're going to have that conversation, somebody's going to get mad and it's going to go like this. Or you can talk about it and somebody can tell the truth and we can get like this. So... I'm going to say on that. Yeah, you got to communicate. We talked about that earlier. You had to communicate. The good bad, the good stuff, the bad stuff, the ugly stuff, the pretty stuff. So nobody want to talk about the ugly stuff because they think everybody going to blow up and get mad. Well, bump it. Get mad. Blow up. Because that might get be over it. Yeah, that must build a bridge. Slow walk it. But while you're slow walking and you're steady getting over it. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and that's okay, too. So that's where I'm at with, with that part of it. Yeah, because, I mean, the topic is one that can be uh can go back and forth all day mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so you have to you know just uh you know it's it, it's, it's just one of them topics that can go back and forth so it's like everybody is entitled to their own opinion on how they feel about it and so forth and so forth but it is it's about the communication having a a clear communication and being everybody being on the same, trying to be on the same page or wavelength mm-hmm. when it comes down to having those type of uh, discussions. Right. Um, Vinny says, man, Samantha says, so if you're a good parent that provided and gave them all the opportunity so they could be prepared at what, what age does the parent say enough is enough? Ah. Oh. Vinny, Vinny, Vinny. Because, you know, I mean, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, that is a good one. That see, is a good one. See, it's all, tricky, though. All that stuff is opinionated. It's opinionated. Yeah, it's opinionated because it's like, okay, so if, so if you feel like you did all these good, let's say, like, if you feel like you was out making all this money and you provided them with college, a nice house, clothes, all the toys, everything that they wanted inside the house, but you wasn't around. Right. You see what I'm saying? You might have one kid that loved that, the other kid that didn't. So it's like, it's a balanced thing. It is a balance. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you can't, it's nothing to perfect. No, it's it's definitely nothing, it's definitely nothing to perfect. Because at the same time, you're, you're still, I don't care what age you become a parent. Mm-hmm. You're learning along the way. You're learning along the you're way. You're learning along the way. And even, every and kid even, ain't the same either. Right, and every kid ain't the same. And even as you become an adult, 
you know, even as you're learning, as you go, you know what I'm saying? It's like a never in the process. Yeah. It's a never in the process because, and then your views change as you get older. Your views definitely change. Your priorities change as you get older. Things that you feel like are so necessary and important now, two, three years from now, you'd be like that. Like, that's how I felt. Yeah, that I was, wasn't nothing. Listen, I looked at, you know how they bring up your memories from mm-hmm, old mm-hmm, Facebook? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They brought up memories for me like six years ago mm-hmm. on a comment that I made of status. Right. And I said, who in the heck is that? Yeah. That, and this, I'm in my 40s. Yeah. So I'm just like, ugh. That's I'll be I saying that when I see some of my, I used to be off, you know, I'm back. Yeah, like, back, oh, back. Oh, my goodness. I used to be raw. Yeah, I said, this is, I said, Lord have mercy, yeah. I've grown. They, I'm like, thank you, God, for growth. You know what I mean? And it, it's just, you know, that's that should be the main ending uh, result that we want. Growth. Okay. You know, growth for everybody. Growth. growth for our parents. Growth for our grandparents. Go for our kids and go for our grandkids. We're gonna leave we grandparents might. alone. They well, well, you know what? Some depending on how old, I'm a grandparent. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah, it's, y'all it's are different. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, different. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. difference now. I'm a grandparent, oh, wow. so it's like you I'm know, I'm, I'm still, I'm still, and we still growing. Yeah, you still growing, right? Mm-hmm. I'm still growing. I'm still learning. I'm still, I'm still learning how to be this, this person. You know what I mean? This, this grandmother, this mother. Because now I'm not just a mother. I'm a grandmother, a mother, a sister, an aunt. You know what I mean? Like a daughter. You know, like it's so many things that you are, and it's like those titles, you those roles, you have to play your role. You know what I mean? Play your role and really say, Oh, you look so intelligent. Oh my goodness, Malcolm X Jackson. (laughs) 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 But yeah, it's it's just learn is knowing your role and really playing it to the max. And the thing is, you know, it's it's no handbook on who how you play your role. You can set that up. But the thing is, I'm I'm thinking set it up to be something that, that helps you, that pays it forward, and helps others. You know what I mean? Just, just learn who you are and keep learning, because constantly that's what we that's what we do. That's what we have to do. Oh, I gotta read some of, I gotta read some of Tia. What did she say? Um, you a grandparent too. That's what he said. You talking about, yeah, it. y'all grandparents. She <laughs> 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 said, you look like me, LOL. She wear glasses now? Yes, she wear glasses. Oh, she did. Okay. Yeah, so um, yeah, and this, let me see. Um, he says, I just see adults 30 plus living at home, but faulting the parent for asking them to leave. Wow, that's a they that's that's some that's a word. In a way, making the parent feel guilty like they owe them. Hmm. Wow, but faulting the parent for asking them to leave. Yeah, when, I mean when that's, they, oh, ooh, that's <laughs> that, but you know what? Um, I, I gotta I gotta say something on this. Sometimes as parents, we give our kids crutches. We create uh, this. We disable. We we enable them. You know what I mean. To where I thank you, my mother. Thank you, Murray Bird, for not enabling me. Yeah. She was not an enabler. Yeah, I'm telling you, the, the worst thing you can do, especially for mothers who have sons. I don't have any boys. Yeah, mothers. You know, but sons. mothers that have these sons. To me, some of the relationships, and I don't care. This is how I feel. Some of the relationships are weird. Stop calling them your king. They're your son. They can be a prince or something, but stop calling them your king. That's a, that's a little weird to me. I, that's my opinion. That's how I feel. That's stop it. Stop making them feel like they supposed to do things for you that your man should do. I believe that's a whole different show, though. Yeah, that's a whole different oh show. Oh my and goodness, is it time? 
Yeah, it's oh, time Future King, time. Future King, yeah, Future King, but not the King right now. Okay. It's it's two hours on right this. Thanks everybody for tuning in tonight. We love you guys. We're gonna build this thing up. Like I said, inbox us. Don't forget August 21st, Saturday, 10 to 1. We're cleaning up Park Heights. Meet us there. Be there, don't meet us there. You know what I mean? We're gonna have fun doing it. Dana Gwen, you want to inbox her for the things you want? BXR radio said they're gonna donate some waters. Thanks, you guys. And yeah, thanks. See you guys next Monday, 7 p.m. Same time, same bad channel. Be exposed radio on YouTube and Facebook. Buck and Nick, I mean the Nick and Buck show. He keeps saying because I might be on his name first. The Nick and Buck show. We'll be back at y'all next week. Thanks for joining us. Have a good night. And be safe out here. Yeah. Thank you.